Hey guys, I hope everyone's doing well. This week on the podcast, we're looking at career tests. Specifically, we're seeing how viable of an option they are in figuring out what you want to do in life. Joining me in testing these career tests out is one of the smartest and most creative persons I know, Aaron Griggs. I hope you all can find some value and fun in our conversation. Thank you. Still waiting for a big smile out of you. You're up 2-0. What's the story? Are you not happy or? Still to be happy about. You're up 2-0. Job's not finished. Job finished? I don't think so. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. Uh, so for this week, I thought it would be interesting to go through a couple different career tests just to see if I am in the right field or maybe it'll give me a completely different answer. And the way Google describes career tests, if you haven't taken one in the past, is they are tools that are designed to help individuals understand how a variety of personal attributes impact their potential success and satisfaction with different career options and work environments. So maybe you've taken some in a career management class in college or sometimes in high school, they help you figure out your career pathway and you might have taken one in the past. I personally have taken some, I haven't had the best experience with them, but I thought I'd give it another go. And uh, so joining me today is uh, an amazing friend of mine and she is currently a senior in college majoring in chemical engineering. So please give a warm welcome to Erin Griggs. Erin, how are you? <laughs> how am I? Yeah, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on the show. Of course, no problem. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, so as mentioned earlier, you are majoring in chemical engineering, correct? Yes, that's correct. Yep. Now, did you take a career test? Is that how you found this? How did you get into uh, chem engineering? Um, no, I, well, I have taken career tests before, but none of them have been anywhere close to chemical engineering and I feel like that's pretty common with career tests although they can be helpful but I just always enjoyed chemistry and my dad's an engineer so he kind of pushed that on me a little bit but um yeah so far I feel like it's a pretty good fit I have one semester left and then it's time to enter the corporate world but everything's going well so far you don't seem too thrilled about entering the corporate world. Um, is, so you mentioned that your dad is in engineer. Is he in chemical engineering as well? Is that why he pushed it on you or did he just mention? No, he's a civil engineer. So it's a different like sect kind of, but the engineering, like making things aspect is pretty similar. The same processes, I guess. So before he came to and said, hey, Aaron, listen, you are looking into engineering what were you thinking of going into? Did you have anything lined up? Not really. I didn't, like, through the end of high school, I didn't really have any idea what I wanted to do. I thought um, about interior design or maybe even art major, but I also wanted job stability after I graduated because um, I guess it's hard to find a job in any area right now. Uh, so I figured and the people always need engineers, there are always going to be jobs available. You're entering your senior year. You're about to graduate, which congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. 
do you like it? Is there any regrets? You've gone through the program now, you're reaching the finish line. How's that been? I don't think I have any regrets. I mean, besides those C's in physics, um, I don't really have anything that I would change. But maybe I wish I maybe had found a few more internships because you never really know how a like position will work for you until you're actually working in the position. So yeah, maybe some more internships. I think, um, especially in the times we're in right now, hopefully, you know, you will be fine with as long as you had an internship. But hopefully. Just, yeah, hopefully. But going back to kind of chem engineering, I remember I was also in an engineering field and I had a friend of mine. He was doing, I believe, is biomedical engineering. So we mm -hmm. both kind of aligned in some of the courses and one of them just happened to be chemistry. And it was a big lecture hall, like probably like 200 kids in there. And me and him would sit together, which was probably a mistake because I noticed that this guy really <laughs> had a different passion. His passion was on a different level. He was raising his hand. He was taking notes. He had like two screens in front of him. You know, I don't know what he was doing, but <laughs> that's where I really kind of saw, okay, I don't have a passion for this. I need to really reconfigure what I'm doing with myself and my career because I didn't have that drive. Were yeah. you that student? You know, do you ask those questions? Do you go into labs, which are, you know, <laughs> your mind is curious. And how's that, how's that kind of been for you? Is that standard or are you just kind of going with the flow? I would say I was, I'd be com the complete opposite of your friend. I would sit with my friends in the back of the class and literally like mess around the whole time, barely ever pay attention <laughs> to the lectures. And I don't want to say that chemistry came, comes natural to me or as much as I do enjoy it, but I kind of, I'm more of like a self learner. So like the whole, I don't know, the whole big lecture hall scene, like my gen chem course freshman year, I think there was over a thousand kids in it. Like a lot of people have to take chemistry um, to go into many different fields um, besides just chemistry or chem engineering. But I can say like all my friends that had to take it um, that are going into medical professions definitely wasn't for them either. You have, it's like kind of a certain way your brain works or like you think differently. It's more like analytical as opposed to like the English, like history, like humanities, whatever. Yeah, shots um, fired at those majors. No, no shots fired. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> it's really interesting to hear your background. And I'm interested to see what the result of this career test is going to be. Uh, see if it comes out. What if this comes out as not chem engineering? Is that going to make you second guess anything? Or... I mean, like I said, I have taken career aptitude tests before. And they are always way like not what I would picture myself doing. Like one time, I think I got like a concierge um an insurance agent it always thinks i'm more social than i like to think i am um so do you like them in general though career tests or do you feel like if you don't really have any idea what you want to do or what direction to head in i definitely think that they could be a tool that will help you like get your brain working start thinking about what you might be interested in um but also if it tells you to be an insurance agent, like, or you should be, um, I wouldn't take that too literally or seriously, like maybe take it with a grain of salt because there's so many other things that you could do or that your skills could be useful towards. So 
I definitely think they can help, but it's not like, I don't know. Like you have to do what they recommend. I get what you mean. Uh, to the insurance agent that I had lined up to come on the podcast next week, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, no, no, like. No, I know. Um, We're just kidding. Hate towards insurance agents. Yeah. They're definitely necessary. So, yeah, we actually have two career tests lined up today that we're going to take. They're not the well-known ones. I know there are some that take two hours to complete that are very in-depth. Uh, this is one by 123test.com, and another one is by the Princeton Review. They are very quick tests that we can probably complete in, like, 15 minutes. So we are going to take both tests, uh, take kind of a break right now, and we'll be right back in probably, you know, two seconds on the podcast. But we'll be right back. We're going to take the test and kind of go over how we felt our experience was. All right, guys, so we just finished the first career assessment, and this was by 123test.com. Not sure how legit this website is. I've never really heard of it before, but what do you think about it, Aaron? Mm, I wasn't really a fan. <laughs> I feel like the kind of questions they were asking weren't very helpful for somebody that would be looking to figure out what career would be best for them. They weren't asking questions. Let's put it that way. Yeah. They were saying, do you want to be this or this? Yeah, I kind of showed four different pictures and you had to put in four different pictures of different occupations and you had to put an X on one that you disliked the most and then a check on one that I guess was the most favorable one to you. And how many sets were there? Probably like uh, 15. 15. Yeah, 15 around there. And yeah. then we got our results. What's it look like? <laughs> I'll let you go first. What do you think it would be? What do you think my top would be? Um... Based on how I know you, I would say you would get a something artistic, maybe like theater related, comedian, performer, performing arts. Something. I like put that. an X on um, theater, by the way. <laughs> Let's go through this. A ninety-four percent match for astronomer. Wow, that's pretty. That's close. That's not bad. That was the number one result. I saw my first shooting star ever the other day. So. This was a sign. I think you got a. What was it again? You're going to be an astronomer? Yeah. You should write that down. I think we found something. And my second, 88% match for pharmacologist. I don't even know what that is. So based on what you just said, it sounds like there are a lot of science-based results. So it seems pretty accurate based on what you're doing. That makes me feel like I did something wrong. It literally lists everything and that I and I have above an 80% or above a 70% match for like at least 30 different things. So What's I the, feel like maybe that wouldn't be that helpful for somebody that doesn't have any idea what they want to do. My highest match didn't even reach 90%. <laughs> yeah, I got an 88% match for a translator. And I think then you'd be good at that. Interpreter. I can see you as a translator. And then the you third... want to know everybody's business, but what say that again at the same time what, what you're um, i have an 88 percent match for sign language interpreter you think you know all the languages <laughs> and then did you say that you did you probably uh, put that a lot of like the social um what i don't see here is human resources so i think i made a mistake probably yeah you, that's what this means to start all over from square one so i guess we you didn't like this one but i feel like the results are pretty accurate for you i felt like it was a little weird too let's go to the princeton review one and see what they say yeah yeah sounds good all right we're we'll right back guys all right guys so we ran into some technical difficulties with the princeton review test unfortunately it kept opening up different tabs it wouldn't kind of 
let me go through it. I think Aaron was having a better uh, go at it, but we ended up finding a different one, and that's the one we're going to be going over. It was by uh, yourfreecareertest.com. And what do you think about this one? I was uh, more of a fan of this one. It asked questions about the actual tasks you'd be doing versus just what like you would prefer between like two different careers. I feel like that's more helpful in trying to find what might work best for you. I agree. I think this one was a little better. The other one was definitely a little too simple. What did you end up getting for your results? 66% interest in science, it says. That's my highest one, so I guess it doesn't think I'm interested in any. My next is engineering. So my highest match was my communications highest. for this one. 66%. Communications. Uh, it says under careers, I was looking for translator, but it says marketing, public relations, fundraiser, technical writer, librarian. I do agree that this one was a little bit more, we were scared because it seems non-legit. You know, the website is called yourfreecareertest.com, but I feel like these results Sounds were- Sounds like you're going to get a virus if you open it. Yeah, you're right, for real. But I would say these <laughs> results were a lot more accurate. I think it's pretty cool that both of yours had science and that's your major. So what are your um, final takeaways on career tests? You, has this changed your mind at all? I feel like since I'm going into it, kind of already like set in my career like maybe my answers are a little biased towards it oh wait so when um, you were answering these questions were you answering them based on the career you already picked or just like personal interest no personal interest i definitely um had influence on my answers like for arts and even like criminology and stuff like that i would put that i was interested in that but for also for like the science questions because i am interested in it I don't know if there's like some subconscious bias I had while answering the questions that I might not have had if I didn't already have my career path set out. I didn't like them in school. I felt like the really, exp I guess they used the premium ones in school and the results that we would get were, it would show 500 jobs. Like here's your results and you mm -hmm. have 500 jobs and it's like, this didn't really help me. These are free, they're simple. And it kind of gives you a unique set that you can kind of go through and see if you like it. So I would definitely advise people to yeah, check it out. Definitely use it as a tool. I would definitely use it as a tool, but also keep in mind that there are other ways to choose your career as well. Like people you can talk to, like career counselors, I know are a big thing, um, like guidance counselors at school, um, people that are in the professions you're interested in. No, that made sense. Uh, I don't think people should rely on any one source. Again, as you mentioned, your dad kind of played an influence and you looked into yourself. Um, but it, you could take a career test. You can ask family. You can see what your friends are doing. YouTube, different careers. You know, they have a lot of day in the life of different careers on there, which is pretty interesting. And see if you can, if you see yourself doing that. But I really appreciate you taking the time out to take these two tests, dealing with all the technical difficulties we had. Uh, we will that eventually... The way we like to wrap this podcast is asking one random trivia question. So I'll ask you a question. You'll have 15 seconds to answer. And you're not expected to know this, but, you know, if you do, that'd be amazing. I think so far nobody has gotten the trivia question correct. So I love trivia. That's good. Let's see if you get this one right. Um, it's going to be about valence electrons, isn't it? <laughs> no, you're close. But here's the question, all right? When was the first public school founded? 
in the United States. Like the 1800s something. So you were really close. This is probably, you know, the closest anyone's ever gotten, but the correct answer is John Cotton founded Boston Latin School in 1635. So it's 1635. That wasn't close at all. I was 2,000 years off. Thank you so much for joining us, Erin, and thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Jobs Not Finished podcast. Um, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can contact us at jobsnotfinishedpod at gmail.com. And if you would like to keep up with the podcast, you can follow us at jobsnotfinishedpod on Instagram. But again, thank you guys for listening, and I appreciate your time, Erin. Thank you. Are we done now?